Hey, this is Jack from Brook Royal, and you are listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues! Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Martin, here with Chris. Yo. And Ashley's back. Let's go, Blues! Everybody's here. Everybody's back for the first time in a while here. So, everybody's back, and we got new equipment. New equipment that, sorry if that came in a little hot. Knock on wood for no technical difficulties. Yeah, so we're working on it, working through things. So, that's why this one's going to be a smidgen shorter than normal. But we're just going to get through games this week. Stuff that happened during the games. So no really segment this week. So I'm going to assume that that new fancy board takes our budget back into the red. Oh, so I did sell the old board. Oh. Okay. So it only cost me a whopping $23. Wow. So thank God for a birthday like gift four. card on top of that, too. So it makes <laughs> it even better. So uh, good stuff. So, yeah. I so I, like I say, I was talking to these guys before, and... <laughs> I have, like I said, lack of being prepared this week due to my daughter turned seven. So we had 14, six, and seven-year-olds over here yesterday. So my house doesn't look like it to you guys. It was a wreck. And I made multiple trips up and down stairs, outside, to the point where I felt like I ran a marathon yesterday. It hurt so bad. (laughs) At what point during the party did you consider turning to hardcore drugs? Party started at 1 o'clock. Um, girls start showing around 1245. So 1245. It was like 103, <laughs> 103, give or take. Give or take. I was like, I, I had some rope outside. I'm like, yep, yeah, that tree looks good. Yeah. I'm actually kind of butthurt I wasn't invited to the pony party. Oh, man. <laughs> if we got plenty of leftovers, if you want to make a bracelet or if you want a uh, stuffed animal I'll pony. make us each one. I still remember guys. last year we were doing something as the party was wrapping up mm-hmm. and somebody coming in. I don't remember who it was and going, which one of you girls is Princess Frozen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe that was my father-in-law. So which made even funnier. Princess so, Frozen. So even better. So let's, let's we'll wrap it back around to hockey. So the Blues, nothing happened this week. Uh, there's a minor league trade, but I can't find any real source on it. Yeah, I saw it Did you in see my it? timeline for a second, but it was a I name really... I didn't recognize for a name I didn't recognize. Yeah, it was yeah. basically a it's basically a career AHLer for a career AHLer. We traded Danny Christo yes. for a stay at home defenseman, which I can't get the name. I'm working on it now because I can't find really an article about it anywhere, which is weird because uh, obviously it's just a minor trade. Yeah, yeah nobody, cares. nobody really cares. So last week, hot garbage. Mm. Very hot. This Very week, garbage. this week, best team ever. Yes. So we go from, I, I will tune into Ashley being back. So since Ashley's back, the Blues play better. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's kind of how they've always been. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let's whatever be, it let's takes. Let's be real. I mean, I'm, I'm friends with a couple of people on the team, and there's been times where they've gotten mad at me, like, hey, we didn't play good because you weren't at the game, or hey, we didn't play good because you were out of town. So, I mean, you're welcome, everybody. Yeah, so whatever it takes, man. I'm not above doing whatever we need to do mojo-wise to finally uh, win a cup. So three wins this week after... Going one five billion losses, yeah. and not good losses. So, so all ugly. 
So I wonder what Hitch had to say to them because he said, at, what was it, the practice on Monday? He said it was the best practice that he's seen in over two years. And he was super pumped for the games this week. That was rock bottom for me, by the way. Yeah, that was the point where I'm like, oh, you start, man. You start bragging about how good practice is. I yeah, was like, I we was, are in trouble. I was depressed because I heard that and I was just like, oh, he's pumped about a practice. This is awful. But then, you know, Tuesday, we came out swinging. Tuesday so, was yeah, uh, good all week. Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So, Tuesday, they come there. And mind you, these are all at home, too, where the Blues are, are going to this game, 5-1-2. and two. Which, again... You hear the funny thing? The two overtime losses, guess who's been there? Me. And me. Oh. So, I've been to two games, and the team score combined two goals. Well, then stay home. Yeah. I paid for these <laughs> damn tickets. It's yeah. all right. I'll, I'll, go in your, I'll go in your spot. So, we were actually... Uh, <laughs> Recording, Chris and I were actually recording on the Tuesday yep. when this uh, happened because uh, we were a bit behind last week. So uh, we actually reported the first two goals as it yes, happened. So we'll go back over them just in case you uh, forgot. So during the first period, Sam Reinhardt gets his third of the year from Matt Molson and Kyle Ocposo. Got it right. Nice. 7.55 of the first period. That was a power play goal, so pretty much just a scramble in front, and Reinhardt throws a backhand towards the front. And... uh Allen did, didn't see it. So, Jake Allen did play off. Did he, he did play all three of these teams this week. Yes, I believe so. So, Carr had played before this in hot garbage. So, Robbie Fabry comes back and he's on fire after not scoring a goal for a long time. Gets his fourth in uh, five games. Yep. So, he gets uh, another power play goal. So, this is three power play goals out of the four he scored uh, from Tarasenko and Shattenkirk at 10.58 of the first. So, after one, the Blues and Sabres are tied at one. Does Ashley know that story at all? You want, we're going to go over that story at the end of this? Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do the re- brief version. Why I call them the Sabres. So okay, okay, okay. Chris is the main driver behind yeah, that that's one. that's a good story. So second period, <laughs> not a thing happening. So, um, well, let's say not a thing happened. Let's go with this, the no goals happening. But the thing that kind of happened that was a big thing, uh, Josh George is being a cheap SOB. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, hits uh, Alexander Steen right in the head with his, uh, I say, more elbow than shoulder. Yeah, I think it was an elbow. While he, mind you, Steen and Agnew had the puck. The puck yeah, was ahead, no, and uh, Georges came from like, kind of the opposite way into the uh, left corner and hit him. Kind of bl- I'm not blindsided, but he Steen did not see him coming. So he only gets two minutes, which is interesting, I thought. Um, so he gets two minutes. He gets out of the box. And who do you think was going to step up to do this? Ryan Reeves? No. Maybe Scotty Upshaw? No. Maybe Steen himself. Mind you, Steen was back in and out of the game. He, he was pulled out by the concussion spotters uh, up top yep. to, for concussion protocol, and he was cleared, came back, then left again, and then Correct. never came back. So who do you think would step up? It's Robbie Fabry. So. Right, all five foot zero of him. Uh-huh. And the funny thing is, which uh, was reported after the game, which you can see if you watch the highlights for the whole thing, it's after a whistle, and him and George is kind of going at it during the play, and Fabry goes up and starts slashing him, and... Fabry pretty much saying you want to go, you yep, want to go, and Georges is like, "Are you sure?" And <laughs> then, will you rethink and, this kid? Yeah, Georges gave uh, and Schwartz is giving out Schwartz. I'm looking at the Schwartz right there. I mean, Fabry <laughs> gives up 30 pounds on him in a couple in like four inches. Oh so, yeah, I mean that's a uh, that's it was. Yeah, he was looking up. It's to not him. an even fight. Yeah, yeah so yeah, pretty he much could have held his head and left that kid swinging at pretty him. Pretty much, you know? he, uh, he but he held his own. You know, won the best, won the best fight, but won the worst, and. Uh, I just but, like that he stepped up to that. You know, yeah. be brave. Stick up for your team. So, you know, I 
Robbie Fabry shouldn't have to be in the position to do that. That's very true. Um, but I'm beginning to wonder if this is not a team mandate from Hitchcock down that we don't retaliate because there have been multiple instances over the last couple, couple of years. Not I'll go year. back to the fact that I don't think anyone on this team has still repaid Joe Thornton for knocking David Perron out of the lineup for almost a half season. Or we can even mm-hmm. go back to even uh, Seabrook on back. Yeah, well, that. that's, but, I mean, the, the Perron thing was... God, what, seven years ago? Yeah, six, seven years ago. Um, I don't think anyone ever got the retribution on that. The Seabrook's another one. You can go through the seasons and find four or five instances where um, hockey justice should have been served on the ice. And and never really has. Part of me is like, maybe it's more like nobody wants to go with Reeves because that's a bad dude, man. But at the same time, like... But there's other people, people and there's other ways besides just a fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the thing that's crazy is I was listening uh, on the radio. Every time it happens, Kelly Chase loses his mind Uh that nobody steps up. Yeah, because he's he's old school for sure. He gets so ticked off that he'll go on a rant if they don't stop. If they don't cut him off when he takes a breath in his sentence... He will, like will have to jump in. He, he will go on forever. And yeah. he's not wrong. There, You have to have someone there to protect the big names. Agreed. And there has to be a sense of accountability. Because especially come, you know, race for a playoff and playoff time, if I'm playing you and I know that I have an opportunity to legally or at least not in a horribly dirty way take out a Vladimir Tarasenko or an Alex Steen, mm-hmm. and there's going to be no repercussion that you're not going to come after me or my star player. Absolutely. That's going to happen more and more. Yeah, so a lot of different opinions on Twitter this week. More, Mostly kudos to Fabry. Um, All the credit in the world to Fabry. And also, uh, applause, dude. also uh, Jimmy Rivers and Darren Kimball launched their podcast. So Everybody's watching Blue Yes. So we're on the ground floor, though. We'll say that at least. But uh, they they were very, like, they're happy that I was studio in, that Fabry jumped in. But they're also wondering, like, where was some other people on the team when it's one of the smaller guys jumped in. So, but hey, let's leave it at kudos to Fabry. Yep. He jumped in and got major points with all his teammates, probably. Goes into the third. So the Blues strike and get James Schwartz gets his fourth of the season. He's starting to heat up now, too. Yeah, which is good. Yep, and Yaskin and Shatkirk get this one at the 44-second mark of the third period. Uh, Kyle Brazia comes back about two less than two minutes later with his first of the year from Reeves and Pareko off an awesome pass from Reeves. I love that fourth line. That fourth line is uh, outscoring the second line. And it's the talk of the town, too. Anytime yep. I get on Twitter during a Blues game, they, everybody's chirping about that fourth line. Yep, they're uh, the, now they're. We'll tell you their nickname for that line. So everybody, you know, every line has to have a nickname. Right. Apparently. Mm-hmm. So they're we'll go with that one after their uh, the third game this week. That Hitcher coined this line. Uh, then finally, another guy from the line, Scotty Upshaw, gets his third of the year from My fave. from David Perron and Upshaw and uh, Colton Perico uh, at the eighteen thirty four mark. I believe this was an empty nutter. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Yes. So. So four to one final. Jake Allen played pretty strong, I think. Yeah, I thought he did play, I thought he played very well. My, this was very depleted um, Buffalo Sabres team. Yeah, no I Jack mean, Eichel, no, no O'Reilly, no Bogoyzin, yep. and uh, somebody. I think it's another somebody else. They didn't, they were kind of down. Yeah, they're literally hurting right now. Yeah, so the former blue. Uh, no Evander Kane, or am I imagining that Evander Kane? Kane is on. Uh, is he on Buffalo? No, he played. 
Yeah, yeah he, he blinked. Was he blinked. just invisible? Invisible. He, he was yeah, he he's a Vander King. Yeah. Uh, so, I think he's going to be in Vegas. I'm calling it right now. Mm. So, real quick. Sabre story. Sabre. I so, want to hear it. Here's the uh, Cliff Notes version from last week when we told the wrong okay. one. Uh, back when I was at radio, uh, our, off, or our studios were in the KDNL building. Okay. Back when KDNL and KPLR used to have the blues games, and there was always like a Saturday or a Sunday matinee game. And the guy who would cut the promos that you would see, like, you know, like the 10 second commercials, it would just be the logo of the blues. And be yeah. Like, blues versus Blackhawks, Saturday at three. Yeah, I remember those. So, Myself and a coworker are walking by the studio. We see, we hear him cutting like two weeks worth, and he was not a sports guy at all. Really, just a guy. Like, this is your job. You're a voice guy. Record this. Yeah. We walk by, ready to record. And I think you have to think about how they spell sabers. That's true. And he, he was here. Saturday blues sabres <laughs> seven p.m. Oh, on KL. We just both kind of went. Nope, we yeah, let that go. I, I would have let it go too. Two days later, there it was on the air. Oh no way! <laughs> Dummy. Hilarious. So we go to Thursday this week, and the rematch of the Western Conference Final for the first time. The Sharks and Blues meet up, and they're at Scott Trade. The Blues of the Man Buns. Correct. So didn't start off that well. I thought that Chris is a little out of this one. He was yeah, not I really saw well. very little of this game. We so. were very lost at the beginning of this uh, game. Logan Couture didn't help that with his fourth goal from uh, Doinsky. Doinsky? Doinsky, yeah. And uh, Ward at the 6-16 mark. This is a shot that was kind of like a bad pass by Fabry in the offensive zone. And Couture read it perfectly. Right. Took off and wound up getting the puck back. And took a shot and I thought it was pretty weak and just... I think Jake uh, Allen was kind of – he was not officially square. I think he was kind of thinking it was going to go back across, and he got him in five hole. So we're down one nothing. He's gotten bent a few times the last couple of weeks and squared himself up. But then there's also when he makes his awesome saves, you're like, don't want to like – Right. You know, so that's what you can do. I get your point, though. It's like good and bad. So I've seen it too. And he – a couple times where he cheated um, short side, and people try to go high on him, high blocker side, going down that side or whatever, because he kind of cheats – this is his shoulder drops. And that's, that's seen a couple of times where guys are going to hit the post or just miss that spot. So something to watch. But the Blues get it right back uh, the 10-38 mark. Jaden Schwartz, once again, it's his fifth of the season from Alex Petrangelo. So one-to-one at the end of one. I believe this is just a shot from the point, and uh, Petrangelo uh, got it through, and Schwartz just banged it home from yep. what I remember. Yep. So, uh, it was a good goal. Yep. The second period was Jaden Schwartz gets his sixth of the year at the 845 mark. Um, turnover, good pressure by the Blues in the offensive zone, and pretty much the puck uh, comes to the slot, and Schwartz was oh, kind he of was right cruising. There. He was right there. Yep. Turned and fired Turned it. Around and that was it. Um, all the goals that were scored were on the same side as Martin Jones. It was on his uh, blocker side. So Blues are looking at two goals on nine shots at this point. So wow. not a massively good save percentage for all you fantasy people who have Martin Jones people who I played this week. <laughs> Sweet. So it worked out for me. So, unfortunately, they could not hold it off. The Blues were scrambling. And this is the story of this week. Um, clearing the effing puck. Oh, uh, uh, the eternal problem. Like there was last night. when they, a curse. I when think it's a the, curse, Last night, uh, when we'll get into that game for Nashville. Nashville had power play and they got the one goal. They just wouldn't clear it. Wouldn't yeah. clear it. Wouldn't clear it. And I counted it. Went back and counted Five chances. Legit oh. chances. Not oh like he just lightly chipped it. This one, three chances, according to my notes, to clear it. 
or at least touch it and get um, for right. the penalty that's going to be called. Kevin LeBlanc is his first NHL goal, and yet, of course, he does at the uh, ten, at the nine oh four mark from Joe Thornton and Joel Pavelski. So that's his first year. He pretty much I can't stand either of them. Uh, Puck was in the slide. He turned around, just threw it towards the net, and it just five holed and was on ice the whole time, and just went. I guess just wasn't had pad down or whatever. Sure. At first, I was just like, what? "Wait, what?" I was like, "Man, two goals, not good." But David Perron gets his fifth of the year from Stasny and Fabry on the power play, fifteen fifty six. Uh, the power play goal, he basically gets the puck after some good passing. The Blues keep it in the zone, and he shoots it from the top high slot on the left hand side. Um, I don't know what I don't know if Jones didn't see it, or if, I saw this goal and he just put it by him. It wasn't an overly hard shot. No, this is but, tricky. Maybe I don't know if he got screened at all, possibly because I know Stastny was going towards the front, but I'm not sure he if he had to take his eye off Perron or not know where the puck was. Yeah, or just I think it was a curved puck. Knuckle, <laughs> knuckle so puck. Knuckle puck. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and the Blues hold on after uh, getting another. Another too many men on between clearing the puck over Brutal. the glass and too many that. men. Ugh. Oh my god, that I'm those three things. Right my mind. Yeah. Those two types of penalties, which are coaching penalties, as far as discipline on your bench, too many men on the ice and delay a game. Those are going to cost Hitchcock his job. Too yeah. many men should never happen, or it rarely happens well, when. No. Uh, for example. Correct. So, but yeah, so interesting. Uh, I know. So, but we're going to Saturday game. So, Blues trying to get some revenge on the Predators after they dropped a 3 to 1 decision last week, where yeah. it was a pretty competitive game. They just kind of fell apart in the third. Could not score. Yes. So, uh, Pecorino played very well last week. So, let's see what happens this time. David Perron gets his sixth of the year from Jay Bomeister and uh, Jaden Schwartz. So, Bomeister takes a shot from the point. Uh, Perron just cruising in. Yep. And he fakes uh, going forehand and goes backhand, and Renee was you know out to cut the angle out, so he had a wide open net. Uh, that is his sixth. Like I said, one nothing Blues, three oh nine mark of the second. Um, there's a lot of shots compared to last game. There's a ton of shots this game. I was at a friend's hockey game and came out for the end of the first period on TV and had to double check the period on the TV because I saw that with like three minutes left in the first, the shots were 14 to 18. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's two periods worth of shots for this team. Yeah, it was obscene. It, it didn't really slow down. And the funny thing is it didn't really slow down until like the third. Like the second was just as like crazy. Except after that, it was 26. I have it marked out as 26-24 blues going into the third. And then there which were is only crazy. 30 shots. We had yeah, we only had like five shots and yeah, we scored like, two on the that's insane. foreshadowing. So, Mike Ribeiro gets his third of the year from uh, Smith and Subban at 8.59. This is a power play. Like I said, couldn't clear the puck to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Five times, couldn't. Yorio Terra was guilty twice of blatantly had it on his stick, and all he had to do was wrist it out, and he tried to either get cute, or he threw up the glass, and it was a weak little pass, and Subban kept keeping it in, or uh, Ellis kept keeping it in. So, I'm, yeah, I think... Yeah, they were holding the line very well. I'll, I'll keep this... Uh, I'll give the trademark to, I think it was Art Lippo on on the Twitters. The Tarasenko Scholarship, I think that's running out for Rory Laterra. I think, think so. I it's He's outside of face-offs. Like, I have not seen where the contributions have been at, honestly. I haven't heard his name very much this season either. I mean, let's be real. And if you watch, like, 
he will pass the puck. If he has a wide open end, he will try passing it when there's three other guys there. I feel like he's starting to get nervous, like with like playing hot potato with the puck every time yeah. he gets it. It's kind of it's getting a little frustrating where the other team's like, oh, he's going to pass it to somebody, so they're covering the guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he knows he's not going to shoot it. So hopefully he can turn it around, and hopefully it doesn't make Doug Armstrong look really bad for this deal. So $4.7 million, two more years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so going to the third, one-to-one, a lot of shots, up and down game. Uh, thank God... Uh, P.K. Subban, not good at defense. At all. So tries to maneuver in from the points, blows it. Either blows, I know he loses the puck, and then instead of like kind of turning around and hauling back, takes the long way around the back of the net and kind of coasts the rest of the way up. Because by the time this goal was scored from Cobb Brodziak, from Scotty Upshaw at 728, he was barely at the blue line. Yeah. Uh, and you saw, um, what's his name? Help me out here. Uh, LaViolette. Loses mind. Turning red, like really? red. My wife was like, "Oh, he said, he said, f." He's like, "F this, come on, guys, get your mother effing heads." And then they cut the shot from him. Yeah, because so you could blatantly read his lips, which was hilarious, and that's my favorite part of. Outside of getting the mic right next to him to catch that up, that's yeah. one of my favorite things to watch. So this was an awesome play by Upshaw, who was shooting for the far right pad. I'm telling you guys, it's all about that Scotty Upshaw. He passed it, hit, right, <laughs> hit, hit it right off the pad. It went perfectly to Brodziak. Yeah, it was. Open it. So that's it was called a, using the goalie as a asset. Yep, and it worked out perfect, man. That was a textbook play, a very good veteran play. And uh, Vladimir Tarasenko gets on, in on the fun and gets his seventh of the year at the 11.36 mark from Fabry. Uh, this is once, or was this a turnover? No. Well, this was there was a scoring opportunity for Oh yes, Nashville. the scramble. So there was a scramble and Jake Allen flopping around and making yeah. saves. Yeah. <laughs> and there's probably of the ten guys on the at or least seven. At least seven are by the net and then all of them take off. And uh it's just one of their defensemen back. Yeah. And they have a forward kind of hauling back and we have a three on two and uh Rob Ortuzo is the one in there and give him credit that he dragged his skate. Yeah, that he uh, drug, if he didn't drag a skate, he's gonna be offside, and that bit the Blues in the butt. Uh, how many times in the playoffs? At least oh, twice. Twice, man. twice that they got called back, and they got reviewed half a dozen times. Yeah, so because one was in Dallas Game Seven, and one was in Chicago. in Chicago in Game Two, two, yes. yes. And those both went against us, and that wound up one wound up we lost the game but in it Chicago. Also made me want to throw up. Yeah, yeah. Both times they overturned goals because of it. Yep. So those uh, hard ones there, but Vladimir Tarasenko gets the goal. Off a nice wrist shot, so uh, typical single goal. Yeah, hard wrist shot yeah. and uh, five hole, and Rene was pissed. I don't know if it hit. On the replay, I didn't see it hit anything. The way he kind of reacted made sure it hit like it hit the maybe a defenseman in front of him, or it looked pretty clear to me. I think he just. I think the defenseman screened him at the last second when the shot came. And yeah, it's, probably, it's a hard shot. Yeah, because Stan was in the slot and he just. Yeah, he looked pretty livid. It. He was. Uh, he was a hollering. Yeah, yeah. so the Blues. Uh, Hold on at the end and do a very good job of killing uh, some penalties and stuff. So let's get into that like really quick. The Blues are second in NHL on penalties taken right now. Uh, yeah, right behind Columbus. I believe the term you're looking for is undisciplined. Yeah, they need to work like, and they lead the league in um, too many men. Just an unacceptable. Ew, that's disgusting. And um, delay of game. Also unacceptable. Correct. Delay of game is one penalty that it. Totally irks me when another team does it because I'm like, how like how dumb of you? Like how cheap is that? Like why you know it, you know it really pisses me off. But then you have our team leading in that. That just kind of makes me. Both of those, both of those are penalties that 
are, are just um, discipline penalties. It's not a judgment call penalty. You know, like hooking, elbowing, mm-hmm. all the normal ones. You could, you know, sometimes is that a really a penalty? Was it a makeup call? Whatever. There's, there's no gray area with these two calls. And they're calls that you are solely responsible for. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get baited into too many men on the ice. You can't get baited into the delay of game call. Yeah, it's it's just mental discipline. And, and some of those, some of those are uh, figured out. And some of those are a couple of them was Alex Petrangelo who's had those. Uh, he and he's yep. you know, he at least taken ownership. I'll give him that much at least. But those cannot happen. No, especially late in the game, the game we were at, and uh, late in the game where they finally tied it. He got the tying goal in Chicago, and then killed us. And we should have had that. I think we yeah, went to going our way against San Jose. We're lucky. Yeah. And you know we were close to. I thought. I thought if we both said if it did not go well this week, we would not I think Hitch would not have a job by Thanksgiving. I agree. But this week might have had a lot minor reprieve. So who knows? Yeah. So um, keep the ball rolling now. Yeah. So we'll oh, take it. One hundred percent. So this week uh, we'll go over games real quick. So they play Tuesday at Boston against David Backus. Talk about there. Yeah, David Backus might. I think he's back. You know, I think he's, he's, back. I think he's back finally. He had, I know he had elbow surgery. So, yeah. and then another old friend, T.J. Oshi, the next day out. I believe so. I didn't see him the other night. Any highlights? I believe he's out. I believe I, so too. I believe I heard on the on the NHL network that he's yeah he's out. out. He so he be might out. be out. So then then after the holidays, play resumes back at the Scott trade against the Minnesota surprising Minnesota Wild, who has the best defense right now in the NHL. Surprisingly, none of us called that. And uh, <laughs> no, then they go back and they play possibly the worst defense. Uh, the Dallas Stars come to the Scott trade without. Uh, I saw today they called two minor leaguers, Johnny Oduya, probably the best defenseman, second best, we'll say, out indefinitely. That is not good. Yeah. So. Well, I can't stand him. So. Yeah. So that's well, those fine. are three legit games. Right, four legit games, and you know you need all those. You obviously you don't want to drop Eastern Conference game just because those are free points. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you have a Stars team who beat you in Dallas. Yep. Uh, and you Minnesota, who you beat opening night. Yep. So they're looking for revenge, but they're playing better. And those are both division games, so you have to win those games. Um, you obviously got to think the team is going to be up to play Boston. Um, and let's not forget that it's a Washington Capitals team who knows how to fill the net. So none of these four games are going to be simple games. Okay. Also, uh, just to. Uh randomly just sorry looking around and stuff uh change one of the promotions just to let you know there's no longer red hall statue bobble at night oh just red hall bobble at night interesting if you would like to check out the picture you can go to blue's website i'll tweet i'll try to tweet it out later on so sorry just look at that i know fans are interested um all right that's about wraps it up this week we'll keep it easy oh we'll go with the name of the third line for the blues now the ryan reeves kyle brodziak and scotty upshaw are called the specialist these Specialist. That is what Hitchcock named him. He's apparently a better coach than he is naming people. There is so. only one line in hockey ever that deserves a nickname. The Oreo line. <laughs> yeah. That'll work. That is the Mighty Ducks for those people who are either too young yeah, or don't remember. remember the movie. So good. The most politically incorrect thing on a kid's movie Disney has ever done in a children's movie. But it was phenomenal. That movie's awesome. But it worked and it was awesome. Correct. 
So, I wanted to be a part of that line so bad. Oh my god, I still want that jersey. I want the original, the green, green one. like the all green duck jersey that the weird funky looking. Duck and duck. Yeah. Didn't I show you guys that? Yeah. That bring hockey back. Those people that I follow on Twitter, they're making those. Um, they're so awesome. too. Yeah, they're making. Who would you get? Cake eater. Yeah. 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 I, I like Adam Banks. I like Adam Banks. I like Adam Banks. Well, I mean. Oh. I don't know. Or Charlie Conway. If, if, we had, if I had to like yeah, differentiate. I... Love me some Joshua Jackson. Yeah. You know, my fiance did not know that Joshua Jackson was that kid in that movie. And it oh, blew yeah. My mind. I was so that disappointed. That is Pacey, kids. But then again, let's be Pacey real, guys. Pacey and uh, he's on, I watched Fringe, so. All right. Well, not, he's, he no burn notice. Really Sorry, Chris. No burn notice. What is burn notice? What is burn notice? The show, the two detectives named Jessica Byrne. The show, the Detroit Free Press calls, lots of fun. There is one show and one show only that matters, and it is Lost, uh, and it will always be Lost. <laughs> Sorry, we get we over that. We say the joke way too much. Anyway, if you like to get a hold of us uh, on the Twitters at Blues Hockey NHL, at Hossapalooza, at Ashley Ryan. Did you listen to the one a couple weeks ago when I tried to do your voice? Did you? I tried. Oh, I tried. my God. Should we try to do it again? Let me try to do it again with you right here. So I don't, Please. Oh, yeah. do it. <clears throat> At Ashley Ryan. At Ashley Ryan. If, if I close my eyes, it's like there's twins. <laughs> I try my are best. You, are you freaked out? It's pretty hot. Yeah. I was, yeah, it's the legs. You know, yeah, the legs. You see them underneath, underneath the desk oh, and you're like, that's Ashley right there. Yeah, that's Ashley right there. <laughs> that's it. So then on the Facebooks, Blues Hockey Podcast. If you'd like to email us, no new emails this week. We had one last week, though. But uh, Blues Hockey Podcast at Gmail. And then, of course, our website, blueshockeypodcast.net. And please send in some fun stuff for us to answer. Yes. So we're going to, I think next week we'll do questions. I'll I'll try to put a a poll of some sort out there. For a the holidays, poll? a poll. Yeah, like a poll, like best, like oh. what do you think? You got so her excited far? for a second. I know. Yeah. I thought it was a money making opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Always <laughs> a money making opportunity. Yeah, we could. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we're we're uh, getting together now. We're gonna talk about some stuff to bring to you guys. Mm, I think around the Winter Classic, we're gonna try to have some stuff planned for the podcast. Yeah. So it'll be good times. But uh, got our Winter Classic jerseys. Correct. Chris and I, at least. I'm, I'm getting a blank one. Oh, I, we got one. I had to go and look at the sizes because everybody was talking about how the sizes were like way bigger. Like I'll I was surprised on mine. They are pretty big, I gotta I'll, say. I'll usually get a men's small. And when I was looking at them today while we were out doing our Christmas shopping and stuff, um, I held it up to me and I was just like, oh my God, for the first time ever, I you have to girls? get a woman's jersey. Yeah. For the first time ever. Yeah, they uh they point out. I wonder yeah, if they do that the, uh, bigger because they know that people are going to wear like something yeah, yeah. when they're outside. I, or it is a, they are a Reebok ones, correct? These are Reebok. Ye- I have to go with yes. them upstairs. I, I think believe they are. it's Reebok because the hats are Reebok too. Yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yes, you're right because that's I bought. One I was the, uh, looking at the winter too. classic hats and stuff. Reebok hats suck. I don't fit my fat head. The, well, the only reason why I don't like it was because the big poof balls on top of the uh, I see. I don't really like that, but I got my like South Park. I decided to get it. I never. I always make fun of people who always wear the poof balls. And Christy's, my wife was like, you got one with a poof ball on it. I'm like, oh, I think when guys wear the cool. ones with poof balls on them, it's kind of funky, but I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, of course you are. I'm yeah, of course you are. Yeah, I'm, supposed to have, I'm supposed to have poof balls all over me. Yes. Dang it. Mm. <laughs> well, phrasing? Well, phrasing. Dang it. All right. Well, yeah, easy. 
I don't know what to say after that. We'll just, I'm Bye, everybody. I'm yeah. gone. Yo, all right. We'll wrap that up. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Be safe, everybody. I'm going to shout out to our uh, St. Louis Blues fans and highly suspect for having the number one song in the country. Do they got it now? Oh, nice. Sweet. Yep. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. And also check out this week on uh, Chris's other show, the Kelly Mano Show podcast, whatever yep. you want to call it. Uh, what's his Benjamin Hockman? Is that Correct. Right? Is on there. We got a little St. quick Louis, plug. Uh, STL Today sports columnist. Yeah, you might hear a familiar. Uh, Chris is a familiar we voice. Took calls from the public. You might hear another familiar voice on there. That's true. Coach, hella dumb. I coaches, hella dumb. All right, fun. All right, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe.